Welcome to Elixir Outlaws, the hallway track of the Elixir community. Oh, good. That was so good, you guys. We're awesome clappers. I'm the are best. You a, are you growing a beard, Amos? Uh, yeah, you didn't notice it at Gig City? No. Yeah. The, the, the bad part <laughs> is, is... I thought a beard was supposed to come up like on the sides of your face, too. <laughs> it, so it does. It's just that my hair is is nearly the same color as my skin. Like on video, you can't tell, but I actually have a, a pretty good thickness of a mustache going, but, <laughs> but it looks like I don't have but it's invisible on video. Yeah. The invisible mustache <laughs> by HG Wells. That's what the, this, this episode. <laughs> the, the invisible mustache. I, well, the one thing about growing a beard, I, so every man in my family has a beard except for me. He was a deranged scientist attempting <laughs> to get rid of facial hair, but and, in actuality, all he did <laughs> was make it invisible. And now every time he kisses someone else, they feel it. And then they're like, what is that? I don't know what's on your face anymore. It's like kissing a brush. The horror. <laughs> uh-huh. so, I so, need whatever you guys have like right now. Some men, coffee. <laughs> coffee and midlife crisis. Uh, <laughs> some men have midlife crisis. And imagination. They, they, they get, that's that's and what the probably DMD's some for. undiagnosed ADHD. <laughs> I mean, I'm better than I was last week. Last week, I like, couldn't form sentences. Chris and I were talking, and I was like, whoa, we can't release this. Mm-hmm. See, see, I could go through a midlife crisis and buy a sports car, or I can go through one and grow a beard. I chose the cheaper option. Maybe. But now I got a like, beard bomb and beard oil, and like, <laughs> this is... This is a labor. No, why, I don't. why are you going through a midlife never. crisis? I'm really not. I'm just because he's like 50 years old. I'm just that age. <laughs> he's not 50. He's not even 40. I'm close. We just talked about how old I don't I was know. Right he played ADD. That's pretty old. Isn't Chris? Chris is the youngest, right? Yeah, but it's like I, I you're talking so. about youngest on this on like a very small scale. <laughs> Anna looks the youngest. Chris is oh, the youngest. Nice, Amos. Mm-hmm. I try to just be polite. just a lad. <laughs> You're 30, right? You're you're in your 30s now? Yes. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> yeah. You're caught up to me eventually. Oh, I'm now man. in the phase of life that John Mulaney refers to as gross. Why? <laughs> oh, I just mean that like that's just that's just the phase of life that it is. <laughs> I mean okay. you, uh, you you're you're a kid and you get to look forward to the age when your parents start letting you leave the house without tracking you all the time at 30. Um, yeah. yeah no, 30. Totally. Chris was really at, looking forward to that. Then it, yeah. It, you, but you then they look, came back and then they, they took away all my privileges again. They're like, you can't leave the house yet. <laughs> see, see, we don't quite happens. trust you yet. You can we'll let, ex- you, we'll let you take the car down to the gas station and pick up groceries for us and come back. That's it. You only get, <laughs> that's as far as you can go. See, see, so it's like, it's 16 and then 18, you, you get to move out. And then 21, you get to drink. 25, your insurance drops. And then you don't really have anything to look forward to until the you senior die. citizen discount. Like AARP. Like, that's, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. You got a lot of brunches to go to. <laughs> uh, I can't wait until I don't have anything to do until 11 o'clock so that I can go to brunch every day. You could just do that now. You could do that. Now. I don't know if you know this, but like you're an adult and you could make those kinds of choices in your life. Yeah, I don't I don't think you my, could just go to brunch every day. Wife would appreciate me and my clients would probably be mad at me. <laughs> I sh- I don't show up till noon every day. And well, then I'm you know, I'm tired by 5. 
Well, <laughs> it's time gotta go to home sleep. and watch. You gotta watch the wheel, which which leads <laughs> in, which leads into Jag, I assume. And you and, just and, sit and, there and, and watch Jag. And, well, you nap through half or, Jag. So, or some sort of like NCIS. <laughs> is Jag show. still a thing? <laughs> On some sort of lazy, like leather lazy boy <laughs> recliner type situation. <laughs> uh, oh man, the good days when you get old. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Yeah. I don't know about that. You got to sit in the recliner because your knees gave out. You can't stand up anymore. That sounds very sad. <laughs> hmm Yeah. What's sad about it? That you wasn't funny at all. Try it. Rela- relax Start and over. think. Start, try that bit <laughs> over. All right. Try that joke again. Run it back. Do it better this time, though. Don't do it bad like you did before. Do it funny. <laughs> oh, my God, Chris. I want the do you, want me, do you want me to come back to you? I'll come back to you if you want. Are you... Are you are you on coffee or yeah? Like there, there's, there feels like there's got to be more than caffeine there. No, it's I know, just right? a, it's. I mean, well, it is a mocha pot, so I mean, you know who knows. Oh, Maybe okay, yeah, strong. yeah, I don't know. could be extra. That's a lie. That's not how coffee works. Everybody's always like, "Oh, I made it in the French press, so it's extra caffeinated." And it's like that's not how that works. <laughs> that's not how coffee works. I was thinking all. more like you're ha- you're having Irish coffee. <laughs> oh no, absolutely, I'd be sleepy. <laughs> That would make me I'm sleepy. So, Irish, Irish so coffee sleepy. one makes you sleepy. By Irish <laughs> coffee five, you're not sleepy anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's a lot of Irish coffee. Yeah, that is so much. That's so much sugar. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so, by you'd be by bouncing off the walls. Irish, by the Irish sugar. coffee three, you don't need any sugar in it. <laughs> At that point, just drink the whiskey. Like, <laughs> yeah, you don't even need the coffee. You don't, you don't need the coffee. You just need the Irish warm whiskey. <laughs> just give me the Irish. Just give me some warm hot whiskey. <laughs> Like hot, an Irish coffee, hot, please hold the coffee. Hot, hot toddy, hold the lemon. And, <laughs> and, and water. The yeah. <laughs> Just give me honey and whiskey. Yeah. Warm it up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sounds delicious. Honey and whiskey. That sounds awesome. <laughs> if, if your definition of awesome is disgusting. <laughs> well, that's the show, everybody. That's all we have for you today. <laughs> it was nice talking to you. Well, there's just yeah, nothing exciting in Elixir right wait, now. Wait, what do you mean? So what do like, you mean? I don't know what you want. Yes, to do. there is. We could like, we could do like, uh, we could there's... be like a mainstream. We could be like the mainstream media and just make up news. <laughs> oh yeah, right. Well, the Elixir version one dot ten is a thing. Has, it's a thing. It's got What's some stuff. Is it well, good? But um, is it good? They've <laughs> added some behaviors to create your own calendar, which is pretty freaking fantastic because I've yeah, always wanted... That's what I've often wanted to do well, is make I, my own I, calendar. I do. I want a yesterday calendar. So what is a like, yesterday calendar? Yeah, it's like where you say... Uh, is that like a bullet what, journal? What date do a I have that calendar. thing to do? Yesterday. What date do I have... What, what date did I complete that thing? Yesterday. That means that there's never anything for you to do in the future. It's where you get to go to brunch every day because what's everything a yesterday? That you're supposed no, but to do like is what? No, but oh my god, what is an actual yesterday calendar? It's it, no matter what day you date you ask for, it says it was yesterday. <laughs> I'm so confused. Not sure. it's, it's not oh, parsing. Is this a real thing? What are you talking about? No, I'm just Use making mouth it up. words that make sense. I'm, I'm just, I get to make my own calendar, so I'm going to make a yesterday calendar. So okay, but. But okay, hang on. So Elixir one dot ten has a calendar behavior. A calendar behavior. Yeah, so you can create your own calendar. Okay. Because I mean, we're in the United States, so we think that there's only one calendar in the world. But 
there are lots of cultures that use different calendars and and you you can run into issues have in the past like with the when you have give a, me an give me an actual example that uses the Chinese, real the Chinese calendar the Hebrew calendar okay but like what so what would the differences be between date dates, what are you what are you dates looking for a dates a don't calendar line up the same do? dates don't line up the same okay and it. and they parse differently and well yeah the hebrew calendar is in like year 5770 whatever right and it doesn't have the same number of days in a year right yeah i don't or, or it splits them up differently i don't know that's remember. the extent of my knowledge about that i mean back in <laughs> java different but like in java well, days they had undecember sorry i'm asking my question poorly <laughs> <laughs> when have you ever needed to do this? That's really what Keith Lee's getting at. To line up things with the Chinese New Year. Chinese mm, okay. calendar. Right, not Chinese enough. New Year, Chinese calendar, which mm-hmm. is, is quite right. a bit different. And and there were business reasons to to be able to okay. have that. Yeah, I, I got it. Okay. Caught up. <laughs> okay. So it, it, it calendar can be important. All right. You lucky you that you've never had to deal with it because it's horrible in almost I every believe language. It. it sounds like it. That's why. So they added that, why. and that's like the most exciting thing, and we've covered it. So yeah, done. <laughs> there, there. You okay? So you don't need time. There's date time dot now. Oh God, our long national nightmare is over. <laughs> right. <laughs> Trump's gonna get impeached, and we added date time dot now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm excited about it. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's amazing. <laughs> it is. All right. Okay. No. Sorry. E- sorry Enum, I cut you off. Keep going. E- Enum has some has some new functionality. Frequencies. Frequencies by. Okay. That's cool. Yeah. All right. Yeah. That actually is. That's that's pretty. Yeah. Cool. Sorting. So if you you can now when you pass in sort you can pass in a symbol or an atom symbol. Wow. So you don't Different have to like write a function to to do it like in descending order as right. opposed to ascending yep. order. And you can also pass in like a module like date and it, w- it will use date to compare the things. So you can sort by date without having to write your own stuff. Oh, how's it doing that? That's the most exciting thing you've talked about yet. See? See? How does it, how does that work? Tell me more. Tell me how it do. Oh man. I, didn't, uh, I don't know. I remember reading the back and forth on how that should be done. Right. But I, I haven't looked at the code of how it works. So like forever ago, there's a really old mailing list thread where people requested a comparison protocol so that you could actually say things like, is this thing greater than this thing or less than this thing or equivalent to this thing? Like having some sort of, I think like there's like the spaceship operator in Ruby. That's the same thing in Haskell. There's, you know, a type class for this kind of stuff. And so people wanted that. But the pushback was that it, you'd have to make it work for like term ordering because mm-hmm. term ordering is already a thing, whether you like it or not. I don't have an opinion on it. Don't at me. So like, I don't like whatever the, so term ordering is a thing already. So they would have to make the protocol work with like term ordering or something. There was like some sort of conflict there or whatever. So I'm interested to see now what, what they're doing to be able to make that work with sorting. Cause that, it seems like you would need something like that or it might be a behavior. I don't know. Yeah. I'm, I, or it might just like look for a function on a I, module. I would guess it's a behavior. And then if you wanted to do date descending too you pass in a tuple with the date and descending. So I, I don't, that's, that's nice to not have to write all that yourself all the time, but I'm not that sure. Nice. I, I assume that it's using the date module, like doing a date dot compare call. If you pass in a module. Yeah. But I'm just curious to be, module. to know like what it's doing under the hood. If it's looking, if it's like a behavior where you need to implement a function on a module, or if it's like attached to the data structures or something like that. Look it up. We could look it up right now. Right. 
Yeah. I don't know. That um, seems that we that seems impossible to me. That doesn't seem no. that doesn't seem likely. Okay, maybe. That doesn't does seem like it would be pretty, pretty do. darn impossible. Mm-hmm. I'll let uh, you do that. Okay, that's fine. I'm gonna do that. You guys just you talk he amongst yourselves. He plays bossy today. Talk amongst I'm bossy all the time. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> We're talking about today. <laughs> is really good i really need some of that coffee is this the coffee that you roast no i haven't actually had a chance to roast in a while just because it's i don't know i haven't I'm dr- time for it i'm drinking that's, the coffee really i roast i'm drinking ah. the coffee i roast yeah but the coffee you seem a lot more mellow the coffee that keith lee if your coffee must his- suck he is <laughs> he is <laughs> he's on fire today <laughs> No, I'm nice. drinking. They're not a sponsor of the show, but I'm drinking uh, Counterculture currently. Oh yeah, I've had that. Mm-hmm. Chattanooga has a lot of good coffee. Mm-hmm. We're really punching above our weight when it comes to coffee. You really are. Yeah, I mean that that one specific thing. There's plenty of things we don't even punch our weight on, but wait, coffee, there's like a lot of good food in Chattanooga too. Yeah, we're there, there's some there's some gaps. I would say there's some gaps in our in our in our food choices. Like, there's not, like, a good, like, a really standout, like, amazing barbecue place around here. Oh, that's fair. But that is what it is. So. Can we talk about how it's, like, Dreamforce week this week, and I hate this week the most out of every week of the year? Yes, please. I want to hear, so, I want to hear everything about it. <laughs> do you, do you, you want to hear this uh, sort thing, how it works? I yes. haven't been paying any attention to you, other than mm. my coffee sucks, apparently. You hurt his feelings, Chris. It is oh, that if you pass, I don't pay attention to anything he says ever. <laughs> it's, it's, wait, that's true. <laughs> Turnabout's turnabout very it's not okay. Uh, nice. So when when you call sort and you pass in a module, it calls module.compare. So you have to implement compare. Okay, so it's like a behavior. And it defaults Got to it. ascending order. What do you return? What does it return? A symbol? Compare has to return a symbol or an atom, yeah, whatever this language calls it, <laughs> of GT for greater than, LT for less okay. than, or so it's the mailing list thread. Like that's basically what yeah. was proposed back then, but now yeah. it works. Okay, yeah, right now it works. Nice. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, and and it works for a lot of the enum functions, max, min, all of those. Awesome, that's really cool. Oh, that's cool. So it's, so it's pretty cool. I like that. Uh, what else? Mm. Add version uh, alongside your app names and stack traces. Wait, what? It puts the version of your app in the stack trace whenever you get a stack trace. Which I mean, Hot. if you if you have giant log files that you're trying to deal with, and it it can be good if somebody's deployed somewhere in there, you notice. Now, nothing to write home about. Apparently, function identity. Do you bump your app version for like an app that you deploy? Uh, I mean, I get it for like I get it for like dependencies. Yes, I do. You do? Yep. Using what system? What do you um, do? Just like bump a counter? Yeah, just change the version in the version file and, and push it. To the next thing? Like yep. it, for like a an API that you're building? Yeah. Over time? Yeah. All right, cool. Uh, it's, it's, so that's awesome. It's, no, that's good. good. It's, that's awesome. It, that's great. It, no, it's great whenever you have like tools like Honey Badger or something that's going to track your errors or even internally. And, and so you can say, hey, this error came in in this version. Sometimes I actually just leave the version the same, but I append on it the the head commit, the tag, mm-hmm. okay. and, and just do it that yeah, way. Sure, sure, uh, sure. And that way it points to a specific... Yeah, well, and then all of your errors and, and all of your tools can utilize that version number. So if things start to change and go crazy, you can say, hey, oh, this is when it was introduced. 
without mm-hmm. having to go do like a get bisect or yeah. dig in too far. Okay. Right. So right it, it gives you a good way to roll back. Gotcha. They added function.identity. So there's an identity function built in. Wow. Yeah. That happened. Yeah, it happened. Cool. I never thought that would happen. I didn't think so either on the on the listserv, but I stopped subscribing to the mailing list. So I don't I don't haven't kept up with anything recent. That's why you didn't know that there was news. <laughs> well, that's true. Yeah. Anna looks confused. I'm not confused. Or she's just trying to dodge her microphone. <laughs> As it comes down on her. <laughs> uh, are you looking around the microphone? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so, so what else? What else you got? What other hot and spicy elixir news is there? Mm-hmm. Hot off the presses. Um, you know what? People hot out just, of the should, people Alchemist should go read the bill. read the change log. Keyword pop, bang, pop, like, bang, pop, bang. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. So it blows I up. I thought you meant they added a new keyword. No, no. But um, you're talking about like lists. Yes. They added a warning if you have duplicate key in a struct. Hmm. Check yep. and see that being, cool. being yeah. an issue. All right, I'm bored. This isn't, <laughs> we think we've covered the highlights. <laughs> We didn't even make it down to X units. What what happened in X unit? Oh no. Diffs diffs in pattern matching on assert receive. Okay, cool. Which is actually like that's super nice. That is Um, yeah. What else we got? Oh logger. Logger is is now going to use the Erlang logger. Yeah, so you don't have to set two different log levels, which is really nice. Yeah, it'll it'll be really convenient to have all that stuff unified just because it's just if for no other reason this is a giant pain to to set up all like the SASL logs to go to all the same places and everything mm-hmm. else. And every other application does it weird differently. And especially if like logger, like the old Erlang log variant, if that thing is already using the new logger as well in, in Erlang, then that will be good as well because then it's like, then everything goes to the same place. So it makes it easy to capture all that. So I don't have to go in there and like configure logger just because I don't want it to spit out progress reports. Looking at you, AMQP library. <laughs> not judgmental at all no but every application that uses that thing i have to go and configure all their logging nonsense i so i think your attitude has caused anna to be afraid to speak no it's not true <laughs> no she's just so upset about salesforce i am really sad about dreamforce it's not it's not it's not my favorite time of year <laughs> it's like a week long too and i've been there while it's going on and like the hotel room rates all go up by like at least a hundred percent. That's terrible. Wild. Yeah. So this, this is, this is something in San Francisco. It's yeah. Amazing. It's the Salesforce conference that happens every year. It's called Dreamforce. It's that big. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think Barack Obama, Bill Gates, I forget who else are speaking at one point or another. Wow. So traffic is crazy. All the people you just named avoid Kansas City completely. So that'll never happen. <laughs> I can't here. imagine. Yeah. <laughs> they're too, they're, it's because it's it's so close to Topeka that they just, mm-hmm. they just have mm-hmm. to not be Wow. Here. You hate Topeka so much. <laughs> I, don't, I like this as yeah. a recurring bit on the show. Just it's, more, it's more of that. I don't, I don't really have a hatred for Topeka. Why do you hate Topeka? I don't. <laughs> it's just funny at this point. Yeah. <laughs> right. I don't get uh, it. Dreamforce was actually my my favorite. Like Keithley has family, kind of like new that. wave, like prog band. 
They're from Japan. They're really good. <laughs> Are they? <laughs> I thought it was K-pop. <laughs> oh, that would be even better. <laughs> Wait, didn't Ben go see some band that sounded... Yeah, like- Baby Metal and Dreamforce were touring together last year. <laughs> <laughs> I was very fortunate to get to see them. <laughs> oh, my God. <sighs> I needed needed this belly laugh today. Uh, (laughs) I'm glad I could provide this for you. (laughs) Uh, I just realized that my eyebrows don't show up on camera either. (laughs) I didn't think you, I just thought you'd, you know, it all went to the beard. Like your face has a zero sum amount of hair. And then the eyebrows just migrated underneath your chin. Perfect. Is that That's a caterpillar on your chin? Your too. <laughs> okay, back to the, I'm going back. I'm going okay. back. 1.10 has some cool stuff in mix. You're going to like this, I think, Keith Lee. All right, I'm ready. If I don't like it, though, oh boy, are you in for it? <laughs> there's, there's a flag for check unused on mix steps unlock. Ugh. So now you, you know which steps you're not using, right? No. No, he didn't get out that excited. I was hoping he would. No, it's good. I think so. Like, so I mean, these are useful tools. The no, language. No, no, two, I think two I think years ago, like, two <clears throat> years ago, Jose told you the language is done. Ah, no, yeah, yeah. So then we're just yeah. That's adding, what I heard. Adding tooling. That's what I heard. No, I mean, I think that's kind of the point I was going to make. Is we have this sort of embarrassment of riches of all these like nice things, and really, I think the tooling in the language is already really good like really really good and i notice it more when i go and work in other runtimes and i'm doing work elsewhere like how good a lot of our tooling really is mm-hmm. and and just sort of like the thought and care that's gone into it and so and we already have like there's certainly things that i would like to add that i know are never going to get added to the language but i mean like most of the core data structure stuff is fine and like in a good place and the operations that we have available are fine and in a good place. And so it's like, what else, what, what new spicy thing could you really even add that would like be revolutionary? And it's like, I'm not really looking for that. I think we already have so many things pretty well in hand. Like we already have so many good tools and now it's just sort of a continual refinement of those things. And that's great. That's a great place to be. I think like it's something I've actually thinking about a lot is like, Elixir's kind of boring for me right now. That's um, not a bad thing. And it's not a bad thing at all. No, no, no. Like that's not really meant as a as a slight or an indictment of Elixir as a language. It's just sort of like it is what it is. Like it's kind of boring, partially because I know the language pretty well at this point. And, you know, I'm not wowed by like a lot of the stuff I was wowed by when I first came to the ecosystem. Uh, but that's fine. That just means that like, it's a part of, you know, those tools are now a part of my toolbox, which is great, which is where you want them to be. And I'm, I'm kind of enjoying the fact that it's really boring. Like I'm enjoying the fact that like it's stable and not a lot of stuff is like going anywhere anymore. We're not like deprecating a ton of APIs anymore, any of that kind of stuff. Uh, and it feels good. It feels good just to build things with it. There are some hard deprecations though. Can't use simple one for one anymore. Yeah, well, whatever. <laughs> I stopped using simple one for one the minute that dynamic supervisor came out yeah. and never looked back, never missed simple one for one. So how do we refine our tools? I don't know. I don't know. What, what's the, what's the next step? I mean, it's all done. It's time to move on. No, no, no. That's not what I'm saying at all. I'm just saying like, 
I'm enjoying that it's like a boring tool that I can reach for, for all these, like a bunch of different situations and just feel really good about it. Like I feel really good about the Elixir stuff I put into production because we know it really well. I don't know. I've been thinking about this a lot, like about the whole, like, you know, notion of like choosing boring technology and choosing technology you feel comfortable with and you know how to manage and that kind of stuff. And that's where Elixir is at for me right now. It's like a thing that we know we can put into production and know how to tune and know how to, and make it fast and know how to like make it scale and all that kind of stuff. And that's really good. That feels really, really nice for the Elixir to be in that place, in my opinion, because it now is like a super pragmatic choice to use Elixir for a bunch of these different tasks. But even a couple of years ago, I would have been like a dicier proposition more because it might've been more of an unknown or certain libraries might not have been there yet, or you would have had to be building a lot more stuff. Like right now you can pretty safely like grab whatever you need. And it's a really pragmatic choice, especially if you understand the runtime. Do you both feel that it's um, becoming more stable to a point that more companies are, are going to be willing to, to jump on board? I think that's a harder question to answer because that doesn't just depend on the technology itself. Yeah. That's just yeah. one of the one of the reasons I've heard from people is that uh, it was it was unstable. So for a while they wouldn't they didn't want to use it. I mean, there are a lot of big companies. There are more there are more big companies I'm seeing now using it. Um, mm-hmm. You know, PagerDuty being an example. All of their backend services are in Elixir. Mm-hmm. Every new service they spin up is in Elixir. But I think the hard it's not just the technology choice itself, right? Like hiring is a thing that's hard, right? Mm-hmm. And a lot of companies don't have a hard time hiring developers and it's there aren't that many yet right elixir developers so that's the thing Um, a lot of companies that are super focused on security already have a lot of static analysis tools that are built in other languages and so like they've already kind of picked a couple languages within their ecosystem so i think it makes it harder for them to switch over or try something new because of that also as far as new companies that are like don't have that are like spinning up like I think the thing, the hard thing would be the recruiting thing. Yeah. And there's like a legion of people who want to do Go or who, whatever, you know. Like, I don't understand mm-hmm. those people. I don't either. <laughs> and, and Anna don't either. is definitely informed. I'm, re- I'm, I'm waiting for your talk to, to come out from Gig City. I'm, I'm yeah, so, I've been so. writing more Go these days and I don't understand why people like I mean, it's fine. It's soulless. I don't, I don't it's just so soulless. Like, exactly. Like, it's fine. And you can be productive very quickly, but I don't enjoy writing it. Yeah. It's completely soulless as far as I'm concerned. Like you just, you know, it is, there's no spark in there no. at all. You're like, cool, let me write all this code to do this thing. Right. Also yeah. like error, error handling is, you know, yeah. not, not existent. What? Yeah. Why, why would you want to handle errors ever? Yeah. If, just have if, error, not nail written everywhere in your code. It's fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I was talking to a buddy who writes Go like for a living these days and he's like he's like i have an emacs macro now for it I just make a claw motion and out it spits you know if because it's like this is what you do this is what you gotta do so whatever i mean yeah it sounds miserable i mean i don't know i wrote go the other day and i was like oh my gosh this is so soulless mm-hmm. i have been able to avoid that for quite a while Good. I, I looked into Go for a very short period of time when it first came out and the air handling. And at that time, I don't know if it got better, but the story around dependency management was kind of a joke. 
It still is kind of a joke. It is still kind uh, of a joke. I mean, it's gotten a little bit better, but it's still kind of a joke. When your there whole was, thing is in a mono repo, why do you need dependency management? Right. Come right. On. There was um, See, it, I Go, mean, is, Go is basically like, I'm stealing this joke from someone else, but I don't steal. remember who. But Go is basically Newspeak, right? Like, it's like, you're not even allowed to have wrong think in Go. Like, it doesn't allow you to say things that would be considered to be wrong in Google's mind. And it's like, so Orwellian, 1984 era, like, you know, just, you, you aren't Wasn't allowed there, to have impure thoughts. Like, somebody, the language doesn't like, allow you to, to, to think impurely. Well, somebody, like, was tweeting about how the creator of Go, I'm totally going to get this wrong, was like, well, I wanted to build this brilliant elegant language but then you have all these engineer young engineers at google who can't comprehend it who can't comprehend it and you have to put them to work so i built go yep programmers are stupid that's a real thing that's a real thing that was said yeah (laughs) and and it's definitely been like trotted out a lot of times like that quote specifically i think rightly so i don't i think you maybe shouldn't get away with being able to say things like that right that's pretty funny and like you, if you say things like that, you kind of deserve to get made fun of. So I'm like, I'm I'm cool with it. But I mean, he's uh, that that person's also kind of not wrong in that it's Python, but actually you can say less things than you can say in Python. And Python's already like a pretty like prescriptive language, right? Like one of their core values is like there's one way to do it. Like Python says that up front as like right. a goal, right? Like you shouldn't right. be you should you, there should be one very well-defined way of doing anything in Python. And Go is like, what if we made that not compile if you didn't do it the right way, <laughs> right? Like, and so you you aren't allowed to have thoughts that do not align with- Which is interesting because it's trying to be a replacement for C. I get, I think it, I, I don't know. Like, I feel like it's- I mean, not actually because it's garbage replacing. collected, but like- I think it's, um, I think it's replacing- People, yeah, I mean, I agree with you. I think like people who would have written something in C++ and who wanted, or like who wanted like something that's garbage collected, like they didn't want to deal with like the memory management parts of C++, but they wanted it to be fast still or whatever. Yeah. Like, yeah, I think it's a replacement for that. And also it's got curly braces and so it looks familiar and all that kind of stuff. And like some some version of like references and pointers exactly. um, that are like quote unquote safe. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> like they're safe as the, you know, you, you just cast things and that's as safe as it ever was in C. Who, who knows? Uh, it wasn't like that ever caused problems. Nope. But I think more than that, it's just like it has this really good concurrency model or like it has a concurrency model at all and it's fast. And so I, I don't know. Like, I mean, uh, coroutines are fine. I don't, I mean, I'm not going to speak to like how the implementation of, of Go's coroutines or how much I do or don't like them, but I just mean that like it has a multi core concurrency model. It and does. like that's table stakes as far as I'm concerned for any backend language at this point. Right. Like table stakes are you have to have multi core support on right. your server. But that's a me thing. So I think Go's like ticking all these boxes. And like, of course, Google freaking loves homogeneity just in like they pr- and they prey upon like this ridiculous notion that developer that programmers have where they like have no self-preservation and love homogeneity they love doing what everybody else is doing and it's just like that's just dumb like like why do you have some burning desire to be exactly like everyone else that's and have all your things look the the same because google's doing it keithley's throwing it down don't you want to be like google i just i just like wake up sheeple like what's going on like (laughs) like (laughs) Oh, there's a lot of that going on in this country right now. 
Oh, well, I mean, you know. Oh, but geez. I just think, but I think program. I think I was like, but like, I think programmers specifically just love this notion of like doing what everyone else is doing and like having all these things like be like uh, sort of like maximally consistent. Mm-hmm. And I just don't, I just don't get it. I don't get that at all. I lost everything you said. Anna had one little quote there that I think is the quote of the show, and it was very heavy. What did I say? <laughs> there's a lot of people, there's a lot of that going on in this country. Well, yeah. I just well, mean, he I said mean, sheeple, and I was like, right. there's a lot of sheeple right now. In this <sighs> yep, yep, yep. <sighs> I don't know that we want to go down that road. No, I don't. <laughs> it was just heavy. <sighs> oh. <sighs> oh, man, y'all. So yeah, but I, I don't I don't care for I have been writing a lot more Russ recently, Ooh. and you know, third time's the charm, or so some some might say, or something. Rust is fine. I'm actually I'm enjoying Rust more, but I think part of it's that I've given myself over to the puzzle. Are you working with Sunny a lot? No, no, I'm not. I just no. you know I just feel like in, I want to do something new. And he's bored. Yeah, I'm bored. I just want to do something new, <laughs> just for fun, just to like learn. Rust isn't as bad as it feels better this time, finally. But at the same time, I'm like, most of what I'm doing is solving puzzles and not solving problems. And the puzzles feel really good when you solve them. But I feel like that's also a programmer trap. That's like a, like puzzles are like a programmer honeypot. Like everybody likes. Speaking of honeypot, did you guys hear that PayPal bought honeypot for $4 billion? Wow. That's a lot of money. I need $4 billion. Hmm. Don't then I can all. have brunch every day. <laughs> oh, you have so much brunch. There's just so I would brunch. buy you both brunch every day. The brunch day. budget is really, really large at that point. At that point, yes. You could buy basically everyone, probably in the world, I'm going to Forever. Yeah. Brunch. At Forever. least smoke, smoke salmon and capers on a bagel a for everybody. <laughs> That's um, a lot of money for brunch. You probably right. get some sort of like discount too if you buy in bulk like that. <laughs> you know, well, wealth generates wealth, so you know. There I'm, you go. I'm, I'm buying the nation breakfast. Mm. Mm-hmm. That sounds Amos like a for, really bad. Amos for president. <laughs> Amos for president. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> buying the country breakfast. <laughs> They'd impeach me before I even got to the office. Oh, yeah. With your with your ridiculous breakfast stance. <laughs> we can Forget. have a debate and be like, oh, I really think that Mr. Amos is uh, Mr. King, Mr. King's platform, his breakfast platform. I mean, where are we going to get the money for that? There's no <laughs> way we can afford to pay for King's breakfast platform. We got to put America back to work. We're going to shut down universal health care and oh bring a universal brunch instead. Where did that <laughs> accent come from? I'm running on a lunch and dinner only platform. Oh my God, <laughs> We're going to actually, we're going to skip breakfast and use that money to give tax breaks. And then how are you going to pay the, for lunch and dinner? Mm-hmm, exactly. Where do you think that money's coming from? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mr. King's plan would never be able to s- sustain a viable economy in the digital 2.0 era. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you should run. For president, I know. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> Are you, you're, you're not even old enough to run for president, are you? No, he's not. <laughs> no, oh, or qualified. Start, start I'm going to go ahead and now. say not qualified either. <laughs> not qualified. I was so sad in like the third grade when I learned that I could never run for president. Why can't you run for president? I wasn't born here. Oh, the more you know. Mm-hmm. <sighs> it's very sad. 
That's, I don't want to be president, but I was very sad when my dreams were crushed in the third grade. Yeah, as a, as a, as a third grader. <laughs> it turns out it's like probably the best thing that ever happened to you. <laughs> because, you know, otherwise I would definitely be running for president. Yeah, well, exactly. as I say, your, your whole life trajectory would have changed oh, yeah. at that point. <laughs> really started grooming for, for president early on. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not enough of a megalomaniac to be president. Oh, my God. Oh, I, th- I mean, I, th- I think if you're running for president, you have to believe that you are better than everyone else in this country for that position, or you shouldn't be running. You should step down. And if you're that full of yourself, I don't know. I, I just can't. Mm-hmm. Couldn't, mm-hmm. I'm not good enough. I mean, you have a podcast <laughs> where you say things. Yeah, but we don't expect anybody to listen. <laughs> Half the time, I hope they don't. <laughs> Especially like today, we just, I would say that, that the conversation divulged, <laughs> divulged. I mean, right word? Word? No, yeah, yeah, yeah that's but, right. Yeah, but, divulged. But, that's but, actually all we do on this podcast is we divulge. Divulge lots of things. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is a, is this a callback? Are you doing this bit again or did you literally forget again? Which word you want to Did you want to say diverge? We've no. literally done this bit before. D- yeah, degraded. we have. <laughs> no, I just I can't come up with the right words. It's hard Diverge. to do that. <laughs> More like degrade. Degrade. Derail. <laughs> it, it degraded. Wow. I would say that, except for the fact that we started out in that position. It's, well, it's I've me. degraded you a lot on this show. So it's, so. it's also true. <laughs> Why so do I right. keep doing this with you? <laughs> I don't know. Because I'm so likable. <laughs> because I'm funny and pretty. <laughs> that's that's true. Both, 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 very both true. are true. Both and, both and. Yes, yes, and. Yes, and. Yes, and. Uh, all right, y'all. So we diverged. We, yeah, is what you were saying. I don't know. We're talking di- about elixir. That's what the people are here for. I know we've diverged so far, though. That and and Anna sounds like she's ready to go. <laughs> so, I must have been ready to go since he got here. I know. <laughs> I gotta I'm, go ho- I'm home alone. I'm home alone with the kids. I gotta. I gotta take care of them. My wife's in Costa Rica, so uh, okay. So it's it's a party at my house. Mm. Got I pr- it. I probably party at to, Amos's house. I, I probably have to go teach. Okay. Math or history or something. <sighs> yeah, I should do real work today. <laughs> Why? Just go to brunch, man. Go to brunch. Mm, that does sound <laughs> good, actually. That All does right. sound good. All right, Anna, Anna, Chris. You guys both have a wonderful day. You too. Yep. You too. Bye. 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 Later.